Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know something is wrong, and it's time to stand up. You are listening to The John Age Show. Trust no one. Trust no one. Trust no one. You found it. You're here. <laughs> You're headlong down the runaway train that is the anomic age, and I am your host John Age so happy to be coming at you in the dark side of the AM sitting at 218 Eastern Standard Time on October Friday the 13th baby yeah love it folks I love it happy Friday the 13th everybody happy Friday the 13th I would have been with you sooner but I was trying to fiddle around and try to figure out why Facebook was not streaming properly. Never figured it out, so I said flush that and uh, just said, I'll go on other platforms, I guess. Uh, What have you. Nevertheless, please check out anomicage.com if you've not already done so. Like all the likes, subscribe to all the subscriptions. PayPal.me forward slash Anomic Age. Patreon.com forward slash Anomic Age as well. The best way that you can find and support me and all that I do. Once again, PayPal.me forward slash Anomic Age. Patreon.com forward slash Anomic Age as well. If you like this show at all, Please consider becoming a patron. Please consider making a one-time donation. You got the free iPhone app, the free Android app, free newsletter, and the subscribe by email link. So you can do it all right there at anomicage.com. And I could use the help, you know. Saying is uh, free for you, but certainly not free for me. This is my third show in less than 24 hours, so I'm kind of pumped lately. I uh, wink and a nod owe the little to Friday the 13th because I love Friday the 13th. So many wonderful movies. Had a great conversation with Dr. Scott Bennett today, or I suppose uh, yesterday, right about now. So if you missed that episode, check it out. Go back and look at it, please. As I said before, though, happy Friday the 13th, and uh, tonight's episode is going to be a little... A little lighthearted. I'm going to try to knock out some of this heavier stuff right from the, from the jump. And then we're going to circle back in to some Happy Friday the 13th stuff. Because as I said before, folks, I am just... 
I've really had it up to my nose with a lot of the Bravo Sierra out there in the world. And I guess I'm not quite at the uh, sit back and fiddle it while Rome burns stage, but I'm not far off. So uh, let me get some light on this thing. Somebody out there saying, I can't see you, Mr. Age. Let's uh, lighten things up a little bit, shall we? May not need it that light. We need that light. There you go. It's a little less light for you. The wonderful thing about uh, streaming here in the dark side of the AM is there's no sucky sun outside basking us with heat. <laughs> and it's a little cool outside, a little nip in the air here in eastern NC. And I'm all too happy to enjoy the lack of summer sun. I can't stand the summer. And I'm happy to be sliding into the fall just a little bit. Just tiptoeing into the fall oh so slightly. So I'm pretty pumped up about that. Anyway, let's go ahead and get the obligatory mess out of the way. Because honestly, I'm just going to talk a little bit here and there about, uh, as it says, the coincidental appearance of sleeper cells across the globe just happening to pop up. So we'll get into that. We'll get into a little bit of that border activity that's heating up as well. And uh, then we're just going to talk about some lighthearted fun stuff. Because it is Friday the 13th after all. And I love this time of year. Stoked we got an October with Halloween coming up. And now we got a Friday the 13th on top of that. All kinds of good stuff. Alright, so let's hit it folks. Let's hit the, the highlight or low light reel as it were, today. So, uh, as far as things go, me and Mr. Scott Bennett talked about this earlier today, but uh, coincidentally enough, you know, you got this whole whole jibber-jabber mess going down with Israel and Hamas. And because we have allowed so many people into this nation that seem to not give a Rudy poo about this nation. They seem to have their allegiances elsewhere. And no, I'm not just talking about the citizenry. I'd be talking about those pieces of bipedal garbage known as the squad that occupy those not-so-hallowed halls anymore of our uh, district of criminals there. Anyway, I can't help but notice, I mean, this was cropping up in, what did I see this today? Was it, I think it was Poland, definitely Australia, some other hot spots in Europe, a little bit of this garbage popping off in the UK, and of course you saw the usual suspect, nonsensical jibber-jabber in those communist-run bleep holes here in the old, formerly good old US of A. So you got people taken to the streets, repping the Palestinian flag, and and uh, in case you missed it, it is Friday the 13th, and we got all sorts of calls for violence, I guess by those lovey-doveys that are aligning themselves with Hamas, the Palestinians, or who the bleep really knows, folks. It's just a big pile of uh, refuse, really. But nevertheless, they got calls for violence um, <clears throat> supposed to occur on Friday the 13th, so buckle up for that. But uh, 
Yeah, that's what uh, they're calling for, and supposedly we might see some violence here. I guess, I guess in the West, uh, they're calling for the same sort of actions, I suppose, that we're seeing, if you want to believe the narrative, orchestrated by Hamas uh, in Israel last week. So that's what they're calling for, you know. <laughs> I don't know how much of anything to believe. I don't frankly believe in much of any of it. So I would suggest that we do what you should always be doing. Eternal vigilance is the price of freedom. And that eternal vigilance, in my humble opinion, means being ready. I always jokingly say this to my wife, I'm in a constant state of readiness. <laughs> she gets the joke for sure because, uh, <clears throat> you know, I'll just say I, I sometimes take a lot of time to get to places and to get ready to go. Or at least some people might say that. I would just say I'm I'm getting my things because I'm I'm eternally vigilant. So yeah, if we go to the store, if we go out and about, you can bet your bottom dollar I am prepared. I'll just leave it at that. So uh nevertheless, I think that's what we all need to be is prepared. Mr. Bennett discussed this today as well as many others have, but I'll point to the same thing. We got to get to know our neighbors in the neighborhood, in the neighborhood. And we got to know who's who, who can be trusted and who definitely cannot be trusted. Separate the wheat from the chaff, if you will. Because as things continue to erode and otherwise deteriorate into bedlam, you need to know who you can count on and who you can't. Perhaps more importantly, who you can't. You need to be ready for most situations. If that means bringing your own little medical supplies with you when you leave the house and, uh, <clears throat> oh, I don't know, what, a slingshot or maybe a pea shooter or something like that when you leave the house, I, I would uh, perhaps recommend that. Having a form of communication, that's one thing I think we should all work on if we haven't already got it. And I love the folks that are, oh, just get your, uh, what is that crap, the uh, the satellite phone. Okay, sure. Well, if you could afford the extra $100 a month plus the phone, we'll be my guest. Most of us down here in mere mortal land uh, can't afford that. I for sure cannot. So if you can, good on you. Great. If you can't, then uh, I guess you're like the rest of us that don't have a sat phone and don't have their family members with sat phones. We're talking, what, several hundred dollars a month just on that baloney? Oh, sure. The average person can do that when grocery prices have, what, quadrupled in the last two to three years? Sure you can. And, of course, you've all got your uh, ham radio license, so you've got your ham radios and a big antenna in the backyard and all that, too, right? Sure you do. Great. So if uh, if you got all that, well, then I guess you're doing way better than me, so good on you. Self high five to that. But for us mere mortals, you know, you're going to have to do as best you can for as long as you can because folks it's coming down it's indeed coming down if it doesn't pop off on friday the 13th with these hamas style uh revolutions that they're calling for i guess anywhere where people are supporting israel i don't know why you would be but whatever why you wouldn't be i don't know why you wouldn't or would be really i mean support america when i say america first uh, it was me that made the meme several years ago, America first, America second, America always. And that's where I stood then and stand now.
The meme's the same, and it shall always be the same. That's the order of operations that I think we should be caring about as far as uh, homelands, countries, or other nationalities. And uh, if you're an American, especially the legal variety, and you seem to have some allegiance somewhere else, then I think you should take yourself to that uh, somewhere else and do your allegiance over there. I'd be happy to uh, help you get over there, wherever that might be. I don't know, but, you know, we're at that stage of the game, folks, that we just can't sit around and wring our hands, gnash our teeth, rend our garments, and pretend, hope, and otherwise uh, wish that things would be the way we hope, wish, and pray them to be. We need to look at things for as they are, because that's what's up. They are as they are. So uh, act accordingly. Get yourself in gear, know who you can trust, who you can't, know the family you can count on and who you can't, and get yourself ready for what is coming down, because it's coming, folks. And once it's already popped off, there ain't no uh, getting ready then. It's kind of like all those people that want to get prepped for a hurricane when it's eight hours out, everybody's freaking out and grabbing stuff in the store, and oh my goodness, and everything's gone in a matter of hours. Yeah, it's too late at that point, folks, so... That's my advice on that one. I'll throw this little uh, ditty up there from InfoWars. Marked cartel hitmen armed with rifles <clears throat> announce purge in shocking video. Armed cartel hitmen. I guess that would be uh, the Sicarios. See, <laughs> si. Los Sicarios. Um, anyway, back to uh, English. Armed cartel hitmen in Mexico release a shocking video. Shocking to who? <laughs> Threatening to conduct a purge of res residents living in several towns, including many near Mexico City. Yeah. So, uh, you know... If you think that ain't coming here, <laughs> then you are a complete moron, and you deserve exactly what's coming. That is something else we discussed today, and I said my piece then, but I'll reiterate it for you. I think that's exactly what we're going to see more and more and more, an encroachment on the border. I mean, the border doesn't exist anymore thanks to those uh, people helping those over the border and not doing bloop about it when they come over the border. And, of course, our judiciary and chairman and chief who ain't doing jack diddly dog either. So, you know, take it for what you will. You should, uh, you know, expect what's coming. It's coming, folks. They're going to be having these little hitmen, sicarios, coming closer and closer and then finally over the border. And if you think the uh, the military in drag or the police that seem all too happy to fulfill a quota and go after the American citizen are going to help you, then you are a boob. Anyway, that's all I got to say about that. Let's talk about something that doesn't suck. How's that? Halloween is coming up, folks. I am trying my best to kind of work out a great Halloween episode for you. But I'm detouring away from all this nonsensical dribble because who really cares anyway? And, uh, and we'll get into some fun stuff, which is Friday the 13th. 
Oh, my goodness. You're not going to talk about that, are you? Well, I hope you talk about all how the holiday arose from all these occultic pasts and what is it, the, the killing of the Templars and all this bad omens from thousands of years ago. And yeah, 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 yeah. I don't really care. I'm going to talk about Friday the 13th in the same way I'm going to talk about Halloween. What I think is pretty darn fun about it all. Friday the 13th is a great time to gather around the old boob tube. I'm not one to to recommend the boob tube at all because I think it's uh, exactly what it is described as. But once in a great while, I think it's pretty decent to uh, hang out and watch some movies for Pete's sakes. And I love scary movies, spooky movies, uh, horror movies. My grandmother always described them as as spook movies, so I'm going to go with that. It's a great time to get together with the fam or your date or your wife or loved one or whatever and just sit and watch some spooky movies for a couple hours. And that's exactly what I plan on doing in the wee hours. (laughs) Here in a few, after this whole sun daylight thing pops off. You know, I'm tired of that already. But uh, yeah, that's what I'm doing tonight i'm not sure what we're watching yet but i plan on a big old bowl of buttery non-gmo popcorn (laughs) i'm gonna get me some takeout maybe even a little uh, sparkling water and chill out and watch some spooky movies i love it love this time of year i can't wait for halloween my my favorite by far and away of the holidays and i know holiday really means holy day and it's not a holy day for me so i guess i'll just say halloween is a uh just a fun day to hang out dress spooky decorate the house spooky and you know do the old traditional house to house for candy thing i don't eat the candy anyway and my kids heard it doesn't because it's all a bunch of gmo boulder dash but Anyway, love this old time of the year. And uh, I must say, I've always been interested in this kind of stuff. Things that go bump in the night. And I think that's what we're going to talk about on the Halloween edition anyway. I'm going to see if I can get a guest or two. I know I can get one. (laughs) Just sit around and just uh, talk a little Halloween. But I think as a people, societally, uh, psychologically... I think that's kind of an underlying reason why we all like Halloween a little bit. I think it, it kind of brings out the spookiness. You know, I realize it's the summer, winter solstice changing and all that mess. Got it. You know what I'm saying? But I think it also sort of does symbolize the the dying off of the vegetation as we roll into winter. And, you know, some of that spookiness in the air. I think it causes people to pause a minute, sort of ponder life and what happens when we die. And what is that sound outside? Is that uh, that just the wind or something more? (laughs) I love those spooky ghost stories. I got so many of those, those records. I got a few of them here. I'll put this one on the, the screen for you. I know it's Disney, so someone can say I'm a mason or whatever. I'm, I'm into the occult and the pedophilia. No, I'm not. But I do like some of this, uh, The Haunted Mansion. <laughs> I love this one. It's even it's complete with my own uh, terrible drawings that I, that I marred this up with as a small boy. 
But I love this record. I can recite the whole thing for you without even uh, having heard it in a while. Love this one. Here's another one that's a classic for you. Chilling, thrilling sounds of the haunted house. There's another one that was narrated by... um, Oh, my goodness. Ron Howard. He was another... He narrated one of the other Disney records, but this one's primarily just sound effects. I love this one as well. And I got to plug this one. This lady is actually, she wasn't born in North Carolina, but she lived here most of her life. And she was very renowned for her spoken word, or I guess it would just be narrative, her storytelling. Jackie Torrance, the story lady, this is my favorite record. Uh, you know I was a snake is the title of this one. And if you don't have this one, you should check it out. I got I think I have every record she's ever put out, which is about eight or nine. I could be mistaken. I believe her daughter <coughs> lives in North Carolina still. Excuse me. <coughs> I was sad to see that Jackie Torrance passed away. Several years ago, but I believe her daughter is still alive and well in North Carolina. But I, I'll always know and remember this record. Because when I was a boy, I was in Reading Lab. And I remember it very well. Many of you of my age demographic might as well. But uh, the old school record players and these these terrible looking headphones. They were white with kind of a blue on the outside of the earpiece or something. But I remember hearing this in Reading Lab when I was in second grade, I believe. It was in a trailer, sort of off from the school. But the lady that was a teacher knew my mom and uh, was nice enough to lend me this record. Not this one specifically, but this this record. Let me take it home overnight, and I recorded it on a cassette. I am dating myself heavily here. But recorded it on a cassette, and I always wanted the record... And a few years ago, I put it on my Christmas list, and lo and behold, my cousin got it for me. Thank you, sir. And I bought all that I could buy since then. I love Jackie Torrance, a great storyteller. If you can get some of her records, I recommend them highly. Just spooky stories of the southern variety, most of them. which, And her method of storytelling is wonderful. She actually toured a lot of libraries, especially here in North Carolina, but uh, in the South, I guess, more broadly. Love her stuff. And uh, I'm sad that she's no longer with us, but very thankful that I have a lot of her vinyl that I can still listen to around this time of year. It's one of my favorite things to do, for sure. But along with that, I mean, we're at Friday the 13th, so you got to figure out what kind of spook movies you're watching tomorrow. And like I said before, I've always been interested in the paranormal, the things that go bump in the night. And I remember when I was a kid, there was an article in the newspaper. They almost always do this at most newspapers, I guess, if newspapers even exist anymore. But the Star News here had an article in the newspaper, and I'm thinking it was around the same time, maybe when I was even younger. But it was on, you know, local ghost legends and things like that. And I had it in my possession for decades, and I cannot find it anymore. And it, it kind of bothers me a bit. I might try to see if I can get a copy of it, or maybe from the microfiche or something like that. But nevertheless, that 
also kind of spurred my interest because it, it talked about ghost stories, talked about Thalian Hall, it talked about the famed Mako Light and, and a lot of these other things of the local variety. Super interested in that from a very early age. Of course, Scooby-Doo. Love Scooby-Doo as a child, as an adult. I love Scooby-Doo when I'm in the in the grave. <laughs> but always had a super interest in things like that. And uh, what was that? The Leonard Nimoy show. Oh, dog, I can't think of it. The Leonard Nimoy Paranormal Show. What was it? I'm going to look it up right now. What was that show? I cannot believe. In Search Of. That's it. In Search Of. Started out in 1977, the year of my birth. But I remember that would come on late night as well. If I'm not mistaken, it came on like around was it after after wrestling or something weird like that, you know? Right before the TV would cut off, which I think was like about 2 a.m. or 1 a.m., I can't recall. But on the, the three or four channels I got back then, I do remember seeing In Search Of, when it would have things like the Bermuda Triangle and Bigfoot and the Yeti and the Paranormal and all that stuff. Loved all that stuff, of course. And sort of all things this time of year. Absolutely. And I think it's definitely something... A lot of people look at it as, you know, this sort of fixation with what what happens after you die. And I think, you know, much like roller coasters, I think people like a good scare. I think uh, that a quote from the Halloween John Carpenter version, everyone deserves one good scare on Halloween. And I think that's true. I think I think there is a little bit of a a morbid morbid fixation with uh, just a little spook, a little scare. Get your adrenaline pump and just get that little, oh, what was that? A little startle here and there. I love all that kind of stuff, too. And, uh, you know, the movies we could talk about forever. I'm thinking I'm going to try to save a little bit more of that for the Halloween edition. But uh, I love the older movies, for sure. The Alfred Hitchcock variety. The Birds, I think, was one of the first spook movies I saw as a kid. And definitely very well recollect uh, sitting up really late and watching Psycho and Planet of the Apes with my granddad one night. That was super fun. Psycho and Planet of the Apes. I can't recall which one came on first. I think it was Planet of the Apes came on first and then Psycho came on after that. If I'm not mistaken, it was on TBS, the Superstation. You see, they had cable, so I was over there spending the night at their house and got to watch that. But even back then, it was wonderful because even if you didn't have cable, they would have the movie The Week on, ABC or NBC, I believe. I can't recall which one. But I definitely very well remember watching Halloween and watching The Shining, probably way too young. I mean, it it was on network TV, so they took out anything of the nudity variety or any of that uh, grotesque horror but i remember both of those movies just sort of being confusing i couldn't follow the plot at a very young age and even as i got older i found it the plot was kind of like what what was that (laughs) i remember the scene in halloween where the the tombstone was on the bed and i remember being confused about that and i was like what in the world 
And The Shining was just an epically confusing movie. I think you need to watch The Shining multiple times, even as an adult, to kind of grasp the the nuance and the subtlety and the subtext. If you really look into uh, what he was really talking about, you know, I mean, that's a whole nother whole nother ball of wax uh, to sort of look into um, the movies, <laughs> like The Shining, Space Odyssey. Eyes wide shut. I mean, we could keep on going down this this rabbit hole, but uh, so many of those movies. I don't know what in the world this thing is doing on my screen there. So many of those movies from uh, from Stanley Kubrick. That's what I was trying to say. Uh, are are definitely very layered, very coded, and I think The Shining being one of those as well, where we basically scrapped a heck of a lot of script and kind of just went freelance. But I'm sort of veering into another lane here. I want to talk about Friday the 13th and Halloween. And really just say, folks, it's a great time. I know I get serious on here a lot. And the world that we live in is something to get serious about. But when you can, I think it's good to sort of relax a little bit. A little bit, folks. Just a little bit. And that's what I plan on doing tomorrow. Or today, I guess. Plan on kicking back with the fam, getting some popcorn, some takeout, and watching some spook movies, for heaven's sakes. Not sure what we're watching tomorrow. I'm thinking along the lines of those Universal Monster movies. Maybe a little Dracula, a little Frankenstein. Some of those OG monsters from about a 90 years ago, right about now. Phew, can't believe it's been that long. Has it? It's at least 60, 70 years ago. Easy. But uh, nevertheless, folks, try to enjoy what time you have. Try to spend that time with the fam. Try to do something you enjoy. Because sadly, I don't know how many more of these seasons we have in the tank. Seasons that are going to be anywhere reminiscent of the real America that most of us grew up in. Like, you know, that old meme that the America you grew up in doesn't exist anymore. It does not. I I gather that and take it all in. So I would say to all of us, we got to try to enjoy what little freedoms we have left. Stay eternally vigilant for what's coming down the pike. But pump the brakes every now and then. Smell the roses. Be with those that love you and that you love. Those people that matter. And do something fun. You know, if Friday the 13th and spook movies isn't your cup of tea, then do whatever. It's going to help you to somehow just sort of, uh, you know, take the foot off the gas a couple of minutes here and there. We need to do that, folks. We really have to. I'm not suggesting you do what I do if you just want to go sit outside and look at the stars with the family. Do that. If you want to just sit around and pray, if you want to sit around and talk, draw. I've been trying to get back in touch with those things that mean a lot to me that I just don't get to do enough of anymore. Been doing a little art lately too. So sit around and do something you enjoy on this Friday the 13th. And please, for the love of God, don't take everything so stinking seriously. There's enough stuff out there to take seriously. Don't get me wrong. But every now and then, try to relax and smell the roses. Tiptoe through the tulips, if you will, a little bit. (laughs) Pipe says, put on some tiny Tim. Play a little tiptoe through the tulips. (laughs) 
we got to have fun, folks. We really do. we got to have some fun around him. You can't do everything, but you can do something. Be safe out there. I'll be seeing you sooner than later in the anomic age. Thank you for listening to The Anomic Age, a John Age project. For past shows, further info, and to comment, go to anomicage.com. That's A-N-O-M-I-C-A-G-E dot com. Till next time, thank you for listening to The Anomic Age. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.